speed on demand. Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. And welcome, everybody, to Sports Roundtable. I am Bob Branco. This is episode 286, dated Monday, May 1st, 2023. I would like to introduce everybody that we have here today. Let's start out with Peter Alchil. Good afternoon from sunny Columbia, Missouri. It's still sort of chilly, but I'll take it. Reverend Michael Garrett. And hello, everybody, from 86 degrees, Missouri City, Texas. I'm jealous. I'm not. Don Wardlow. Hi there. From Jersey, where it's finally starting to dry out after three days and three nights of rain. It got so that I thought we might have another 37 days and 37 nights ahead of us. But nope, it's, it's started drying out. Were you looking for the ark, Don? Yeah, I definitely was. And back in the day, when we used to have a bad rain and we'd do a rain delay, I would say jokingly that we that we'd I'd say, well, I don't want to say that it's raining really hard, but I saw some plans for an arc on the general manager's desk. Okay. Luther King. Afternoon from a pretty much the same Nashville slash Bordeaux. A little coolish, but weather should be better later in the week. We got through rain. I want to thank those people who make it possible for Sports Roundtable to be aired and available to the public. Raymond Gay, our editor and producer. Jacqueline Sylvia, our website designer for archiving our shows on my website, www.brancoevents.com. Tom and Lynn from Rosie's Place chat line and the media outlets. And I also want to say a special hello to a couple of our listeners, Rick Troiano and Jane Tolino. Thank you very much for participating and listening to Sports Roundtable. And I also want to thank Nancy for being our host today and for Chanel for streaming our show on ACV Media 5. Thank you very much for what you do for us as well. As we have been doing lately, we've been opening up our show to our participants. We're not going to waste any time. We're going to let the participants tell us what they want to talk about and all that. But before we do, I think I'd be remiss if I didn't at least mention two classic chokes and i use the word choke not meaning to be insulting to the team i mean i could say collapse i could say anything else but i'll use the word choke for the sake of the discussion the milwaukee bucks of basketball and the boston bruins of hockey can you believe it i can't believe that they're all done after having a record-breaking season but i think on this podcast i think i said the teams that have won this President's Trophy, and now Boston's make the 10th team to not get to the finals or win it. And I'm like, okay, everybody talks about the President's Trophy curse. You well, it's the- happened in baseball too, Luther. I remember the of Seattle course. Mariners. Mariners won 16. What was it, 116? And, yeah, and they didn't win the whole thing. They had the best record. They, they got bounced in the American League Championship Series. I think that was, what, 2001, I believe it Something was? Something like or- that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna 
I'm going to ask Nancy to let us know who's first. So are there any hands raised for people to participate? Not yet. Not yet? Okay. So, so, so Bob, before you go any further, I, I have two words for you. Yes. Uh, merci, Jackie. Of course. Yes. And then I will happily uh, uh, say a few words about the Bucks in particular. I mean, the Bucks seem to fall apart primarily on the free throw line. They just missed lots of free throws. Yeah. Giannis that, was 13. That, that, really was the, that really was the difference in that series. And Chris uh, Middleton did not look like Chris Middleton. Like he like we saw him in 2019 when they won the championship. I don't know. What, I don't. I don't. I don't know what's happened to him, but he was. Giannis, I know that Giannis and was out for a while too. Giannis had a back problem, which cost him game. And somebody, I think, put it best. What was it? About a week and a half ago, when they were talking about the Bucks, somebody said organizational arrogance got into the Milwaukee Bucks. Because they thought they could get by with sitting Giannis for games three and four, or two and three. I don't and know because that. of that they fell behind, and by the time Giannis got back, they couldn't recover because they had ran out of wiggle room. If you're a number one seed, you can't think you can just coast your way through a postseason. And I wonder because now folks are starting to talk about Mike Budenholzer, the coach of the Bucks. Folks were thinking, is he the problem? I don't know. Kind of the same thing I'm seeing in Memphis. But I think this is more of a player issue than Taylor Jenkins. I think I think in Memphis, we've seen the end of Dylan Brooks. I hate to say it, but I think we've seen the end of it. Too much talk, not enough production. And that's why they got bounced by the old Lakers, which I know Mitch will be talking about here shortly. As far as the Bucks are concerned, it isn't clear to me how seriously uh, so- Sopo was hurt. You know, I mean, it, it sort of it, it, it was his it, back it, it, from it, what I heard. I, I understand that, but what, what we don't know is how seriously the back, how much pain the guy was in. It's sort of hard to 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 call that call arrogance when I just don't have enough sense of how serious. No, but they, they were probably was. talking about from the coaching staff above the players. Maybe no, I, understand, I, 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 I understand that, they but thought I, they could. What I'm saying is, I don't see how you can count the coach as arrogant when we don't know how seriously the injury was. You know, he he may have come in too too. They have brought him back too soon. You might be able to make that case too. He looked terrible. Maybe in, in yeah, the last, he did the last two terrible. games. You know, so maybe maybe they brought maybe. him too soon. You just don't know. Is what I'm trying to say. Uh, did I, you did you did you see Jimmy Butler in game one? We rolled his foot at like near the end of game one against the Knicks. I, I how how, ser- how serious is his ankle? Going in the game too. I think the Knicks are going to beat Miami in six games. I think that one might go seven. That, that's a tough one. Uh, oh, no kidding. T- I, I don't. I don't. I don't know. Uh, hot and cold, Miami Knicks are hot and cold. If if they can control Brunson, you know, who, who so. basically, like we always talk about, who can make the fewest mistakes in games yeah. in series like these. I, I, I and I going to getting to, to the Lakers and the and the Grizzlies for a second. I think I think the Lakers. We I I've been saying this for a long time. I think the Lakers are better than we're giving them credit for, based on their season record. Their, you know their season that what we've learned from about the playoffs, especially this year, for about the regular season is the, the regular, regular season, season means nothing. It means less than it usually does, right? I mean, 
Look at look at look at look at hockey. Avalanche gone. That's the Bruins of the regular season means nothing. I mean, look at look at look at the teams that we thought were going to go further in hockey and in the NBA, and most of the teams are out in round one. What did the Celtics do in their first round? They survived Atlanta. They'll start tonight against Philadelphia. Okay. That right. one, if, and I've if, heard if, that if Milwaukee's gone, suddenly Boston. That you know, opens it up for either Boston, Philadelphia, Knicks, or Miami. Boston right. is now the best team in the uh, in the East that's still left. Boston yep. is 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 predicted to be the winner of the East. Boston basically now has an easy path because if they get by Philadelphia, whoever comes out of that Knicks Heat series. They'll give them. A, I think they'll give them a couple of games, but I think at the end of the day, Boston's talent's going to show up. I think so. I mean, and that, nobody in the that, that 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 basically is what happened when Milwaukee took down when the Heat took down Milwaukee. It opened everything up for Boston. Now let's see if Boston can actually, you know, take advantage of it. It, it depends on the health of of Embiid. Yeah. Well, and beef from what I heard, he's not playing tonight. I heard last night. I Doc heard Rivers. that also. That's Doc Rivers said he wasn't playing at least for tonight. Plus, plus, uh, as we talk about on on the on the show all the time, uh, matchups. Yep, all about matchups. It's gonna the the, the Sixers and Sixers Celtics are probably gonna be the best ma- matchup. That's gonna they're gonna have some matchup problems. That that that's the that's the old get your popcorn ready series because that's gonna be a series. Same thing with Lakers and Warriors in round two. Oh, that one, that's going to be a series. That one might go the distance. I think that one might go the distance. I believe you. Yep. I mean, look, look at, look at, look at what Sacramento and Golden State went the distance. Speaking of Golden State, Steph Curry did it again. When they needed him most, he put up a 50 spot. First game, seven 50 point game. In history, he well, tied. What was, what, was, what, what was impressive about that was the guy hit seven three pointers, seven for eighteen. He hit mid range shots. He drove to the bucket. They put six different guys on him to try to guard him, and he still none of them, and still none of them could stop him. Left them standing like he was like they were in some inches. I'm like this man. This man's 35. He's close to 35. He's looking like he's 20. Like, come on, that's unfair. Experience matters in the playoffs and the and the and the NBA playoffs anyway. I'm not sure about hockey, but in the NBA, oh, it it matters. It certainly certainly does. Um, Bob, what are you hearing about about the about the Bruins? I I heard an interview from somebody that talked about they the Bruins not handling the line changes very effectively and and the uh, Panthers getting their top line on whatever they wanted to against who they get the Bruins line who they wanted against the top line exactly they, there they are two things there are two things that Jim Montgomery seems to be under a lot of scrutiny for right now and and, and Peter you mentioned one of them the line, line changes. changes yeah I mean okay fine Bergeron's ready to come back you leave Charlie Coyle where he was doing the best you leave him on the first line no matter what you don't you change don't move things him. in midstream. I think they moved him to line three, didn't they? In one stretch in the overtime period. I think they, right, put, so, I think they put him on with the third line. But I think the other thing that, that is causing a little bit of a problem for Montgomery is, and there seems to be a debate about this, 
Should he had gone with Swayman in Game 7? That's the first time Swayman has been participating in a game in over two weeks. You wait till Game 7 to put him in? I know Allmark are tired. Maybe what Montgomery should have done was to rest Allmark in Games 5 and 6. Because he was already showing signs of fatigue before then. But here's the problem, though. If you... Okay, say we're still at 3-3 and you put Swayman in games 5 and 6 and put Omar in at 7. He's had trouble all series. I mean, you're going to put him back in there in a crucial game 7 and the Panthers know how to beat him. Well, so, you could have had Swayman in for three games. There might not have even been a game 7 if, uh, if maybe, Swayman was Maybe not, seven. but I, I think Boston kind of got exposed a little bit. Maybe. I'm not saying you know it's over for them, but I think a few. I think a few of these guys are not going to be back next year. No, Krejci's all done more than likely. Bergeron's all done more than likely. So you're you're going to have to replace two guys right there. So which? So who do you go out and replace them with, or do you bring some of your young kids up like you did this year? I I, I think we're going to be doing well with that. I mean, Sweeney filled a lot of holes. At the trade deadline, I think we'll use those guys to transition and get a couple of other guys. Yeah. I mean, I don't think there's a need to blow it up or to rebuild. Maybe tweak here and there. Just keep tweaking. But then the questions are going to be asked. Well, how does that make you be better in the playoffs than what you should have been? Well, and how do you lose three games at home? Exactly. And the and you lose, that you was lose, the most astounding game. You lose in game two. You lost in games. What was it? Six, five. Game five when you should have closed the Basically, you had a chance to close that series out. You don't give a wounded team like the Panthers an opportunity to close a game out like that. Yeah, I, that to me was same. The, same thing. Same thing with Tampa Bay. You fall behind three games to one. Basically, this whole series came down to lucky bounces. And that's how Toronto won the series. Toronto is not – if Florida plays the way they did, Toronto is not getting out of the second round. Toronto defensively against Tampa looked terrible. But they did enough to get out of that first round. But I don't see Toronto becomes, getting out of the second round. Who becomes the favorite now? Because Avalanche is out. Well, Vegas. Bruins are out. Vegas. Vegas. Because I, I look, the winner of Vegas Edmonton is going to win the West. Because I don't, I mean, maybe Dallas, if they don't trip up against Seattle, maybe Dallas could be the second favorite. But whoever comes out of the West out of those four, whoever the East provides now, it's a cakewalk. I mean, maybe not a cakewalk, but whoever whoever they play in the final is going to be at least six. So it's it's going to be Toronto versus Florida. Toronto, I, th- I think Florida wins that series. Uh, Carolina. Carolina, and um, oh, oh, they'll get the winner of this game tonight, Rangers and uh, Devils. I think Carolina's the favorite in the East, guys. I mean. I say right now you're right, although the Devils you, will give them a you, run for their money. Well, if, well, hold on. If the Rangers win that game, do you think the Rangers become a second favorite in the East? Do you think the winner, do you think the winner of that game – Whoever has to play Carolina, should they knock off the Hurricanes, become the favorite in the Eastern Conference Final? Oh. I, I heard. I heard one uh, uh, 
expert, so to speak, talking head say there was going to be a Toronto Edmonton series. And that, that I don't the, see that one. That 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 the that the cup is going to go to Canada since whenever the last time the a Canada team won the Stanley. I think the it, I think the last time they won the cup was like nineteen ninety three, something like that. When it was the Oilers, I think, or it may have been the Canadians. But I'm going. Like- I'm going at, at this point, Carolina Vegas. And wouldn't I, it be funny if Cassidy won the whole thing? It would not shock me because it would. It would almost be like a slap in the face to Bruin fans that ownership let Cassidy go, and he goes right to Vegas, goes on a good team, and has a chance to win the cup again. That would be. That would be almost ironic, in a roundabout way, if that happens. And I was looking. I was looking forward to a a, a Bruin Rangers or Bruin Devils. Oh, that would have been, been, been a been battle awesome. of the original sixes. Yeah, oh, well, man. or or even the Devils would have been fine just to have I mean, this Boston well, New York area rival. You know, you know, you know, you know what's so, you know what's so darn interesting that this series went the distance. The Panthers Bruins went the distance. Seattle Colorado went the distance in the West. And then Tampa, Toronto ended in six, and Edmonton, LA, again, like the year before, ended in six. That didn't go seven last year. It was almost the same matchups we had the previous year, almost, with a few exceptions. So it was like rematches all over the place. Nancy, feel free to interrupt us when someone raises their hand. That way we know someone's ready to talk to us. Okay, I just didn't want to be rude, but no, yes, no, we do have two hands up. Okay, okay let's go. Let's do it. Who do we have? Area code six two six ending in three eight eight. Mitch. Mitch. What's going on? I, I, well, a, a few things. One, I was <laughs> very impressed with Edmonton um, against the Kings, and I, I think they could go all the way. Um, anyway, uh, McDavid and Drysidle killed they're scary. us. They're scary, and and they have the best power play uh, in in the NHL. And uh, uh, I, I, yeah, the Vegas, the Vegas Edmonton series is going to be is going to be wild. I think whoever comes out of that series uh, is going to be the NHL champions. I believe. I would probably agree with you. Uh, as now for the <laughs> Lakers, um, you know, <laughs> they'll be done in six or seven against the Warriors. The Lakers have no one who who can play consistent defense. Uh, and they certainly can't play consistent perimeter defense. They have not been a good uh, team stopping uh, the three-point shot all year, and Curry is going to kill them. Curry will average 35 a game in that series, uh, and I think the Lakers will be lucky to, to, to win two games. So I think, it, I think the Warriors, uh, for as poorly as they played in the regular season, uh, they obviously uh, took care of Sacramento a couple of times on the road, so it's going to be the it's going to be uh, the Warriors, I think, over the over the Lakers. My other comment, yeah, about the the rebounding, yeah, Lakers rebounding that <laughs> game. How, how do you think they match up against the Warriors? Uh, Draymond versus uh, Anthony Davis. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a big Anthony Davis fan. I I, uh, I I think he he takes games off, uh, and and it's it's going to be interesting because I, I don't think 
outside of Anthony Davis, the Lakers have anybody who can rim protect or rebound and consistently. With, and they have to deal with Kevon Looney inside too, because if yeah, Anthony Davis yeah. gets matched up with him, he pulled down 20 rebounds pretty much every, almost every game in that Sacramento series. And if he's doing yeah, I, that, yeah. I don't know if Anthony Davis can guard him. No, I don't. I don't either. Uh, he's younger. <clears throat> he's he's more athletic. So I, I think it's I think it's gonna be tough for uh, for the Lakers. Uh, they beat them a couple of times during the regular season, but the regular season means nothing. Uh, you know, you were talking about the Mariners and, and the Bruins. The yeah. Dodgers did it last year. Dodgers won one hundred and one eleven or one hundred twelve games. One eleven and fifty one. Yep. Yeah. So so you know the regular season is. It's more like uh, spring training or or the exhibition uh, exactly. season. I'll give you another I, one, Mitch. The 2007 Patriots. Yes. Oh yes. They oh, went absolutely. And, and lost the Super Bowl to the Giants. Yeah, uh, the immaculate reception earlier. too. And that was yeah. a team they played earlier in the year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I also want to comment about uh, to me the worst color. <laughs> commentator in baseball but a pretty decent baseball player passed away yesterday mike shannon yes. oh really yes yeah. why do you say he I was the worst him. color commentator well for for those of us who aren't into homers uh you know in my in my travels over the years i, I got to listen to a lot of cardinal games and and mike shannon was just about as big a homer uh, maybe the biggest homer. If you ever heard his calls when he did a when he did an inning, you know what yep. was it? There's a there's a fly ball. Get, get up, get up, get up, get up. It was like get up, exactly. I mean that drove Chris that Berman drove, was like that too. Yeah, that drove me nuts. Now to I'd be, have to, to turn fair, games off. To be fair, I think he just stayed on too long, like John Sterling is doing in New York. Yeah, I, I, I listened I to Mike. I listened to Mike Shannon 20 years ago when I first got the computer and everything was new. Everything I was hearing was things I'd never heard before. And I didn't think Shannon was as bad as he got to be, you know, until when he finally called it a career in 2021. That's what John Sterling should have done 15 years ago. If he'd done that, he'd already be in Cooperstown. Now, you Shannon know, I, never going we, to Cooperstown, but the Midwest, Chicago and St. Louis both of those cities have always lived Chicago, with Chicago. Hey, Don, Homer. check this out. Chicago, St. Louis, Kansas City, Minnesota, with Herb Cardiel and John Gordon. I mean, think about the Midwest broadcasting we know of. You know, well, my, my problem great. being from L.A. is, is you know, we, we everybody loved Vin Scully, and he of was course. the best. But our, color, but, our, but our color guys were also – Pretty much down the middle, beginning with Jerry Doggett, yep. uh, Connie Mack, even, Connie Desmond. Uh, yeah, well, I, 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 that was a little before my time. But but these days, if you want to hear, and and he has gotten so much better as a as a play by play guy too, uh, although he doesn't do it much now. But but as a as a color commentator, Rick Monday has We're become so right. fantastic. You are so and, right. And and so, you know, I go from listening to Rick Monday to, to and I don't travel as much these days, uh, but, but 
you go to the Midwest and you, you, you listen to a Mike Shannon, it was just, it was hard to take. A, my, <laughs> it a, Mike, really Shannon, was. a Mike Shannon, a Jack Buck, and then John Rooney left the White Sox, and he's down the Cardinals voice full time with Rick Horton and Mike Claiborne. That's the three-man team you got there. And the guys Rick on Monday. the White Sox are homers, homers, homers. Uh, now, yeah, Lynn Casper and Darren Jackson. Monday learned his lessons from, who Vin, do you think? Vin Scully. Well, of and Jerry Doggett learned his lessons from Vin Scully. Absolutely. He would have no patience with Jerry Doggett if Jerry was being a homer all over oh, the place. That's not. not what Vin Scully was. No. And, he, and by the way, Vin learned it from Red Barber. Oh, absolutely. Because I do you, do you guys remember the book Pull Up a Chair, the Vince Scully story, where he's like, I learned from Red, and he's like, Who cares about your opinion on what you think about Willie Mays? You and haven't been here long enough. You got it. And he's like, <laughs> and he's like, Vince Scully. He's like, Word Association, Red Barber. Yeah. Cared. I and, love the book. And Red the Barber. Red Barber learned his lessons from Judge Landis. Sure did. And Judge Landis was rotten at a lot of things, but Judge, Judge Landis said to Red Barber and a bunch of other announcers, he says, you do not have an opinion. You report. Even if you see someone spit in my face, you do not express yep. outrage at that, them doing that was, it. That was you in the just, book. You just you say just called. What, you, what was done and then report my reaction to being spit on. Do not have an opinion. And those are very loose quotations. But you know who was one of the I, greatest? I'll tell you. You know who was one of the greatest homies ever? And he was one of the greatest announcers ever? Was Johnny Most. Johnny Most yeah. Oh, yes. Johnny Good Lord. Lord yes. Yes. Johnny Most. <laughs> he was, he was another was breed. He, he, he was, was one of the, He was one of those dudes where he'd be courtside near a freaking cigarette and he would smoke it. And His it was, pants caught fire one night. <laughs> There, there, were, there were a couple of Lakers-Celtics championship games a long time ago oh. where where Chick Hearn and Johnny Most did uh, work together. Now, oh, really? I, okay. that had I rem- now, I remember, what was it, 1980, <laughs> what was it, 1984, CBS, Rick Musburger had both of them courtside at halftime. Of the NBA Finals mm, with Lakers boy. Celtics. Wish I could have heard that. You can find it on YouTube. Oh, that had to be so they cool. Won it all. Was Celtics great. won it all that year. 84. That was great. Yeah, John, we Johnny Most. Uh, well, I'll let, I'll let you guys. I'll get, let you guys take, take your Mitch, next Mitch, call. I'll Mitch, I'll Mitch, be Mitch, here though. Before you go, Mitch, before yeah. you go, yeah, I yeah. Go ahead, um, <laughs> Luther. No, for you, I knew you were going to ask him a question. Well, yep, I, I'm just, here. Just two comments. One, as far as Mike Shannon is concerned, I love this home run call, but every other way I found him really annoying. And, you know, the, the, the talk around St. Louis was he was drunk all the time on the air. Charlie Steiner told a story yesterday <laughs> during the Dodgers-Cardinals game, and he basically <laughs> said he talked about going out with, uh, with Shannon and having adult beverages, but he also indicated that Shannon may have imbibed in some adult beverages during a game. Yeah, that, that was that was a story around here. Now other, I remember the, the other thing. I, the other thing I do want to say before you go, Mitch, is I have a different take on the Lakers uh, uh, Warrior series. I think the Lakers, by and large, have better defense than Golden State. Uh, the one, the one, the one wild card, of course, is the injuries 
uh, situation yep. with 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 the Lakers, who have been known to get hurt at the wrong time. But assuming they stay healthy, I think they're going to beat the Warriors. So we'll, we'll just have to wait and see. I'm going I'll, with I'll tell you what, I I, t- I hate I hate to to go against my hometown team, Peter, but but uh, perhaps that will be a uh, a free drink uh, at the convention in July if uh, <laughs> if I'm if I'm incorrect and the Lakers take the Warriors out. I will not be there. So you won't be there. Oh well. I'm going Warriors in seven. Well, I'm going. I'm going Warriors hey, in seven, hey, but I wouldn't Peter, be shocked. I'll, I'll take this. I'll take your drink. <laughs> yeah, by all, by all means. By all means, that, that's Tim, fine. Look, I think we got you're, a ten you're to five on, side. Man. You're on, Michael. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Mitch. But, but, but that's my pick. Take care, guys. Take care. Who do we have next, Nancy? Herbie. Herbie. Yep. What's up, and Herbie? We're going to talk about the one team in hockey that I think you guys um, might be overlooking just a little bit, and that's my Seattle Kraken. I mean, oh, second-year expansion team that just took out last year's Stanley Cup winner. Yes, it took seven games, but we did it. Yep. Yeah, I, I thought they'd be cracking under the pressure, but they exactly. weren't. No, they, they have not. The coach you know, must be telling them, let's get cracking. <laughs> And I was screaming at the radio last night. Come on, guys, get another goal. It's 2-1 is not going to work. 2-1 is not going to work. Well, apparently 2-1 did work. Yeah, it worked. Just, it, it, it worked. I was like, okay, I was and, wrong. And Philip Grubauer basically beat his old team. Yeah. Which yeah, was so. pretty awesome. Goaltending yeah, goal, so. goal is the wild card in hockey. Exactly. And, and, and playoffs. Who's right? hot at the right time? And, um. Uh, who, so who who are the Kraken playing? They're playing Dallas, right? They're playing yep, Dallas. They're playing that, Dallas. Oh, yeah. oh, that's going to be a dangerous yeah. series. Omar, no, not Omar. Um, Dallas, Alberg, Alberg, and um, Grubauer is going to be a good goaltending matchup. I think that starts tomorrow, doesn't it? I think it does too. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think so. It does. It starts. I, I, I try. I tried to find your Kraken broadcast. I was trying to listen to the broadcast. I had some stupid uh. Other programming on what I'm supposed to put on the try to listen to it on my phone. So you can get them several ways. Um, if you're looking for the radio feed, at least, yeah. Um, so they're on KJRFM, and um, that's where I tried to find them on. Then did you try the NHL app? I don't even have the NHL app. That's I usually I usually try to go find the radio feeds. Okay, because um, you could the NHL app, or if you have SiriusXM channel nine forty four. Yeah. SiriusXM will have it uh, if you have SiriusXM. What, yeah. what are your thoughts on Evan Fitchu as the new as the voice of the Kraken on radio? I think you know he's pretty good actually. Um, maybe not my favorite, but uh, overall, I, you know he's pretty he's pretty good. Now you know local TV can will not carry from rounds two on, which means you're stuck with the radio guys unless they bring John Forslund in to do a game on the radio side. That would be interesting because I like I actually like him a little bit better, honestly. Even though he's on the oh, TV I love side, that. I love that guy. But um, I was surprised that I'm, I'm I'm actually surprised that their cover on he's able to still be on local TV for that game because I would have thought it would just all be ESPN at this point. Well, but, it, from, um, from round two on in uh, ESPN's ABC TNT, <coughs> they'll carry it the rest of the way. They'll they'll let local TV, from what I've seen, do the first round. Right. After that, it's national okay. rest of the way. Well, I wonder if we'll continue to get Bob with shoes on the ESPN side because I like yes. him as well. So. I, I think I think you will. I guess it just depends on which broadcast team will be doing what. Yep. Which series because now you're now to the final four on each side. So you'll find out which crews you're going to get. They may rotate, but 
depending on what crew you get, you may get Kenny Albert on, on MSG. You may get Kenny Albert on the national side. You might. I don't know. Mm. I don't know how that works. Well, yeah, I, 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 I think Mitch is right, though, when it comes to the West. I think the uh, Oilers are going to beat whoever comes whoever wins that uh uh, I, I think I think Vegas might, I think Vegas might come out of there because I, I I mean I know Seattle got you know their first ever playoff series and they're like hey why don't why not us the last team in the tournament why can't we do it I mean hey I don't know wrong with that imagine two out of the final four in the West be expansion teams oh my lord Vegas and Seattle oof yeah what a, what a Western Conference final that could be. My my problem with with hockey is when when a, when a warm weather city wins the Stanley Cup, it doesn't work for me. Florida, yeah. when when it you know or or I mean, at least Seattle gets chilly in the winter. I, I can Florida, say, Florida I can hasn't been to the Stanley Cup finals since nineteen ninety six. Right, but but Tampa Bay. Dallas, won't we're going to make years. the ice melt, so it'll be all good. We, that, yeah, Dallas okay. isn't going anywhere. <laughs> no, they ain't going nowhere. <laughs> no, I, just, I, I know, I, just, I know, I know. Herb, Herbie, Herbie's Herbie's pulling for his home state team. <laughs> But um, but I'm gonna go for Dallas in that series. Uh, you know what? I uh, speaking of Dallas, I do have something to ask you when we get done with this uh, participant. Yeah. So Herb, anything else about about the series about about hockey? Uh, do you have any thoughts, by the way, of the about the about the Mariners? Uh, uh, well, not the Mariners. Well, uh, or, or the Seahawks draft. I like the Seahawks draft actually. Yep. <clears throat> you know, I, I I pay attention to the draft a little bit. The only the only time I really truly paid thought the draft had any true significance was when we got Russell Wilson back in 2012 because he was such a controversial guy at the time, too short to play. Yep. Me, I'm more interested. Okay, now we got the people, but how do you? How, how, we saw how you play in college. Now, how do you play on the professional level? And well, apparently I'll give you a good, he did I'm, just fine. Yeah, he did just fine, but I'll give you an example of like you know Johnny Football several years oh. ago. Oh yes, my he favorite. was the greatest guy in college football. Turned out, in my opinion, to be total crap on the professional. He was a fraud. Yeah. So I, you know, I don't, you know, I, I'm more interested in just how do you play, you know? And and let let's let's be fair, let's be fair. Johnny Football was in a dumpster fire of a football team with the Cleveland Browns. He he was. Let's not forget that either. But for the most part. When it came down to him playing football, he was terrible. Yeah. He well, it, it, he, yeah. I mean, I mean, the, but the, pro, he the problem. But that's oh, that's the point. Himself. You know, John, he, he, John, Johnny you, Johnny was a was a character had a character issue, would and you, uh, that was really the problem. With would him. you guys yeah. say he may have been the basically the second version of Ryan Leaf, who just basically washed himself out after two years? Uh, he, when, once he got to the pros, he was he was done. But he spent he during, during college. He spent more time in Austin <laughs> than he did in uh, in College Station. He was he was he was always in Austin partying. He moved off campus. He had his own apartment. You know, he didn't hang out with the team. So he was he was basically a washout. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry, Mariners. Did you did you want to say anything about the Mariners, Herbie? I, we, we just we just you know them. I'm just want to say. Not surprising, unsurprisingly disappointed in our season so far. You know, they're I underachieving. They're, and, and Chris they, Flexen they is out now for the year. Well, and flexed. you know, That's I just hope that we can learn a few lessons from the Kraken. You know, on how to actually play on a playoff caliber level. Uh, that's just, you know. But you know, I'm always reminded of the words of Pete Carroll: "It's not how you start; it's how you finish." Exactly. You know? uh, look at, look at, what happened to Flexen? Right. What happened to Flexen? Flexen, he has a flexor tendon in his elbow, basically a version of Tommy John, where he had 
he had, had to get that repaired last week, so he's on the show for the rest of the year. So I'll tell you who concerns me on the subject. I'll tell you who's really starting to concern me is Garrett Whitlock. You oh, heard about Lord. his injury? No, I, I either I did or I, or I missed it. He's got some elbow issues. Of course, a lot of cynics will say, well, that's because the Red Sox want to make him a starter when he's not a starter. So they're going to talk about that if, if he has to go. I, I hate to say it. I think when they go in there, he's going to have to get some Tommy John, too. I'm thinking that. And that's not I mean, a I, I don't. I don't like saying that. But when you start seeing the pitcher have elbow, yep. arm, Connect wrist, the dots. Elbow, mean, Tommy John. It feels like this is down the path of a Tommy John or something. Oh, yeah. I couldn't agree with you more. That, that's what it feels like to me. Now, I, I could be wrong. But that's what so, it was like to me. The one thing about the Mariners, as I remember the Mariners season last year, they got hot at the end of the year. Oh, of course they did. The baseball season is, is, you know, it's a long season. It's so, long. Yeah, so, I, yeah. I, I, I haven't yet given enough hope with the Mariners yet. That's why I wanted to say quickly two things about the, the Mariners and Seahawks. The Mariners were predicted by some people to win the division over, you know, win, win the win. I had them second. And, but look, but and, look who's, look and, who's and first Seahawks, right now. Seahawks, watch, watch the Seahawks because they got they and I can't remember which one. Oh, yeah, they got a they got a wide receiver, Jackson Smith and Jigba. Yeah, Jackson Smith and Jigba, yeah, whose brother so, plays for the Pirates. Yep. Yeah. So they'll have they'll have three good receivers uh, that Geno can throw to. Yeah, so Tyler they, Lockett you know, put Jackson Smith and Jigba in the slot. Yeah. With Can you another hand? All right. All right. Nancy says we have another hand. So thank Th you, Herbie. Thank you, Herbie. Thank you, Herbie. Who do we have, Nancy? Who's next? Troy. 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 Hey, That's Troy. Up. What's up? You're Hi, guys. Your All twins right. hey, are going to run away with your division, I believe. Maybe. Yes, we are. Um, unless yeah. Cleveland gets around to creating more offense. Yep, and the White Sox are not doing very well either. I think uh, I, I, that to me is the biggest surprise of the year. I thought they'd be a decent team. But clearly, I mean, they're, they're they're. I think they're like what eight and twenty one or something. They I lost think, ten. Lost ten. I mean, they 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 just, they just did the walk off on Sunday. Yep. Yep. Uh, home run uh, to to win it, and it was like twelve to nine or something like that. Something twelve ridiculous. nine, right? Yep. Well, the thing is, the White Sox. Who the twins will be facing this week? Yep. Uh, their pitching is like the second worst in the majors as far as ERA. That's surprising. And I they'd be better pitching. And I think they lead the majors in strikeouts per nine innings at like ten point six seven or something. I can't remember the exact stat. <laughs> it was but, 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 but what I want to bring up. I don't know if you heard what Anthony Edwards said after the, the uh, 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 Timberwolves lost last week. To Denver. Yep, to Denver in uh, game six. six. Yeah. Uh, no, out. no. Yeah. Was it game five? No, it was game six. It was six. It was six. It was six, I remember. Yeah, it was six. I'm what sorry, did Edwards right? say? Well, what he did, the three-point shot that would have tied the score he ran off the court, grabbed a chair, and ran into the uh, 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 tunnel. And when he got to the locker room, he threw the chair and he hit a couple of female employees. I heard that. 
and I think the NBA, I think the NBA fined him, and I think they suspended him too. I think for how long? I didn't hear what I didn't. Hear, I but... I haven't heard anything about a. Uh, I haven't uh, heard anything either. Uh, 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 suspension. I've not heard that yet. But I but I have a feeling it will be coming. Well, you don't. You could do have killed those girls. You don't do that in the locker room like that. No. Well. Well, the other, well, the bigger issue is, why would you run off the court? You know, at least be a. Uh, You're the leader of the team. It's yeah, your team. Yeah, you know, just you know, just uh, shake hands. You know, be a good uh, sport and uh, shake hands with Denver and uh, congratulate him on a series win. I mean, you you already knew you were outclassed anyway against the Nuggets. Yeah, Andy Edwards I, I, knew that. I mean, as a practical matter, the, the more serious issue for me is with throwing chairs and hitting reporters. I mean, to me, exactly that is, you know, that's, you know, if that, you're that, that's if, poten- if, potentially criminal. I mean, you if know, you're a leader. Look, look at let me let me see. Look at John Moran, the Grizzlies. Look at Anthony Edwards and the Timberwolves. Look at what they're not doing. And look at what Golden State's doing. That's what a leader is. Well, remember Tremont Green is leadership, so to speak. He, oh, he is, I'm not. Ta- he's, I'm he's not talking. I'm, I'm not talking about Tremont Green. I'm talking I, about the dudes that had the ball in their hands. A yeah, lot. Curry. Curry. Yeah, yeah, and I'm thinking uh, Curry, Curry, Morant, Edwards. Those guys that are the tr- that are the point guards. Chris Paul, and, Stephen Curry, and Chris Paul are not going around hitting people. Having guns in a strip club and vice versa. The finger is pointing at you people. You're the leaders of your respective teams. That's why Let's throw Kyrie you. in there uh, also, Luther, as somebody oh, who going. should be more of a leader. Let's we're put him in that category with Moran. Well, the, the, the thing with Kyrie, and I don't like Kyrie at all. He, he's, you know, whatever you want to say about him, he doesn't do stupid things in nightclubs. You know, he says stupid no, things. No, he doesn't have to do at, stupid he things. He just says stupid things. He, he but he misses a stupid. lot of action. Yes. Well, that's true, and he also is 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 a team destroyer. We we know. Look at look at look at, but, look at Kawhi Leonard, injured oh, all the time. Yep, he's supposed to be a leader. But 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 you, but, again, but, you but you can't but you can't look at him and say, "Oh my God, look at this guy leading this Clippers team." Can't Troy, play fifty I, games a year. Troy, I haven't heard anything about the Minnesota Vikings draft. Do you know anything about that? Um, I've not followed a whole lot of it, so I know they got okay. Jordan Addison, which was a good pick there. Then they got a quarterback with round five and Jaron Hall out of BYU. So I know those are like two big gets that they wanted to get. What about Captain Kirk? Is he gonna? I'm, hear- I'm hearing that there's a possibility he could get an extension, and for me, I don't like that because it's but, like, ugh. yeah, that's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing, yeah, I'm hearing the same he's, thing. He's, ex- he's still the man, he's still the man for now. But the question is, for how much longer? Well, yep. the problem the problem with the Vikings, with all my my joking about Captain Kirk, is is not Captain Kirk. The problem is their run defense. I mean, their their defense ended well, up being from, they're they're not going to do like they did last year. But what I'm seeing already, there's there a lot of folks are saying he could, you know, their win total could come way down to like eight or nine wins, where they could maybe miss the miss the playoffs altogether. Well, but the, you have to remember Green Bay. Trade away Aaron Rodgers. Well, uh, I think I think Green Bay got better after this draft. I think they got better. Yeah, but the way I see it is I think it takes you at least a year for your talent to really hit their stride. 
Well, I, I don't I don't think it'll take long with the two tight ends they got, another speedy receiver. Plus, they already have the running game already in place. So yeah, well, you gotta and, you gotta be you better watch Detroit in that in that in that. Do I, now here's now here's the big question with Detroit. They already gave up their best running back when they got Gibbs in the, with the twelfth yeah. pick. Do well, I really? If he, if he do pans I, out, yeah. Well, it, it, yeah, and by the way, that NBA series between Minnesota and Denver, it was actually five games. I believe you. I thought it was five, but it, I thought it was six, oh. but maybe it was five. I, I, I stand corrected. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, it was uh, fun. Now that I think about it, it, it was, was fun. Yeah. It was fun. Um, well, the thing with Minnesota last year, they won every single close game that they played. And yep, that's that's did. really unusual. That's so going to be hard to do. That's way, so I, I think you're right. I think they're not going to win as many games as they did last year. But I don't know who's who's better than they are on the and in the, in the AFC. Uh, sorry, NFC North. I don't I, know either. But I but do. But here's the thing: Do I trust Jared Goff? Not really. I think Jordan. I think Jordan will take a step forward. I mean, he looked pretty good against the Eagles. Now we get to see what he does full time. Am I impressed with him? Not really. But hey. If he can make sure he doesn't screw up the car and keep it in the middle of the road and does what he needs to do, you know, I don't think should be fine. Yeah, well, I don't think a lot of people expected the Lions to do as well as they did last year. I think they thought they would improve, but I don't think they expected to do as well as they did. And of course, uh, well, you, still, you still got Jared Goff, and then who knows after that? Yep. So we're going to see what happens if they did get rid of their best running back. Well, that's yeah, hurt. DeAndre Swift. They got rid of him. The Eagles were basically yeah. a fourth round pick. Eagles. Yeah, the Eagles. The yeah. Eagles have loaded up. I mean, uh, uh, Troy, uh, Troy. Anything else about uh, anything Minnesota wise? Minnesota or any or anything? Or anything. Well, I'll just I'll just tell you this: the Minnesota Wild. There. Oh, what a disappointment. Yep. Oh. Well, I mean, they have an overtime win, uh, double overtime win, actually, against the Dallas Stars in game one. In game two, they lost, uh, I can't remember, I think it was seven to three. Something like seven to three, seven to four. Seven three. Yep. In game three, they won. And then after that, they did not win again. Nope. Dallas Dallas won game four, won game five back at Dallas, then closed it out on Friday. Yep. It's like yep. I, I don't I don't get it with the wild. It's like they can't get out of the first round. I don't know if it's the players that are acquiring. I don't know if it's Dean Edmondson, who used to be a Predators minor league coordinator with the Milwaukee Admirals, used to be their head coach for a while. Well I don't understand with Minnesota. I just don't. Yeah, well, the only time the Wild have gone deep in the playoffs will be only two times they've gone past the uh, first round. First, the first one, two volumes three, and I didn't follow it very much back then. Not even this, uh, and and I still don't follow it back closely now. Even though I probably do know know a little more now, but but if it, but if it did make it to the Western Conference Finals back in two volumes three, and then two volume fourteen, they did go to the second round. Nope, and they haven't been back since. Nope, since fourteen. All right, Troy. Thank you for. Uh, we'll, Thanks we'll, a lot, Troy. We'll keep Thanks monitoring Troy. the Twins. They, yep. they might. They might really do something this year. You know, we'll. Yeah, they might. Yep. They might. It's yeah. uh, until uh, next time. Got it. Until next. Well, I I, I think it would be ironic if the Packers made the playoffs and the Jets didn't, and I think that's quite that's that that's, would that would be that's funny. Cer- that's that certainly would, a possibility. That's a definite possibility. It's a definitely a possibility. And uh, as we I, talked last week, it would be almost it would be almost downright insanely funny. Uh, well, as 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 a Jets fan, I'd find it like sort of dark humorish, 
but 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 <laughs> but, but, but the truth of the matter is the Jets did not draft especially well from what I've heard. They, you know, they got two linebackers out of their first two picks. Well, I mean, you know, okay, linebackers are good if they're good linebackers, but they needed a offensive line help, but they didn't get that. Oh. Uh, and you know, we know how how uh, Rodgers is tolerant of uh, of, uh, of, old, of lack of perfection. Old, crotchy, uh, yeah, it, Rod, Rodgers is a very forgiving guy, you know. So I'm sure he will be uh, understanding <laughs> of adjusting to new things. You know, Rodgers maybe. Is, <laughs> keyword maybe. I'm, I, yeah, Michael. Michael Getz says I'm being very sarcastic. Uh, yes. Uh, I, um, yeah. yeah I, I, yeah. I just, I just don't. I, hey, I, Mike, yeah. Rev, huh? did you, did you see your Cowboys when they drafted Vaughn out of K State, who might be the dark horse of this draft? Oh, uh, that's very. It was a very family-oriented thing. Yes. But, I, lo- I, dad, I love. The, I love a, the audio. His dad is a. a uh, scout assistant scouting director for the team. Yes, so that was a very family or very emotional. But uh, <laughs> I, I've seen this kid. He played. He played against Texas. He he did. He played against TCU too. One one of the one of the one of the things I hate about uh, Kansas Kansas State uh, or they, they get these little guys. <laughs> Darren Sproles, yep. <laughs> Deuce Vaughn, Deuce Vaughn those guys yep. can hurt you. They sure can really hurt you. And the good thing is, so, the Cowboys got one this time. I, I hope. I hope he. I hope he makes the team. I really hope he makes. The I team. hope he does too. Michael, do you have any thoughts about the Houston uh, Texan draft? I thought that I was love what they did on Chapitz yeah. Absolutely oh, fascinating. Man, I, I love I, what they did. I, I couldn't see it coming. I didn't yep. see it. Coming, I don't think anybody but, saw it coming. I thought I mean, that was some smooth, some some really smooth uh, uh, dealing that they did. Wheeling and dealing. Uh, it was yeah, beautiful. to get the, the two guys that they wanted, the cornerstones of offense and defense. And they, they had and to they go both, backwards to do it. Yeah, but that was okay. It was okay. But they ended up still getting a, a, a few other pretty decent players. They got a, yeah. a decent uh, um, uh Wide receiver, yeah, uh, uh, and and they they could. I like the way that D'Amico is trying to structure the team. He's basically bringing so, back some common sense culture. Yeah, but here, but here's so the they, here here's the thing I'll throw out here though, guys. I was hearing something earlier this morning where they were talking about the Panthers, the Texans, and the Colts. We're going to find out how quickly these these organizations were on how right their drafts were, especially with the quarterbacks. Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Anthony Richardson. I can't put the Titans in there because that was Rand's first draft, and I like what the Titans did, too, with their drafts. Because everybody thought Will Levis was going to go first round. They got him. They moved up eight spots to go pick 33 and get Will Levis in the second round, which is going to be interesting to see. Nancy, do we have any more hands raised? Not at this moment. Okay, okay Bob, just like interrupt us when uh, yeah, you please. see somebody. Go ahead, Don. I, 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 I want to talk here, about here, the. Hold on, hold on, Mike. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry. Hold on, Don. Mike, finish your yeah, thought. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. Well, let me just make this quick. Uh, I don't get excited about rookie quarterbacks. Not really, me neither. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> I, I, look, I don't get excited about them either, but I'm interested to see. 
their development process. How's Bryce yeah. Young going to look under Frank Reich? How is Anthony Richardson going to look again with Shane Steichen as the head coach? How is C.J. Stroud going to look with D'Amico Ryans and that staff? Because basically yeah. right yeah. now, those those three teams, their, their general manager's jobs and butts are on the line. And one so, quick comment before we turn over to Don. I never understood why Stroud was 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 berated and trashed. I, mean, the, the guy, I the didn't guy, understand that one either. That uh, the, the the they almost beat. They should have beaten Georgia. You know, Ohio State. Well, they should it's, have. If their if their kicker doesn't miss a forty. What is it? Forty well, yarder. And, right? and, and if their defense had been done anything good, I mean, you know, they scored enough points to win that game. And they didn't. Yeah. And, and Stroud was just amazing in that game. And oh, I, the, the idea that and his ability to move out of the pocket. I mean, I, think, I, I, mean, I, I, I didn't even see that coming at the at the college football playoff. I'm like, dang, why did he do this all that this past? But he, I mean, I, I mean, at least I, I don't I didn't follow Ohio State football very closely. But whenever I I I, I, I watched him over there, he was always he good. was special. He was always good. He's and this good. idea that yeah, yes. I mean, I think he's the best quarterback of the three. Uh, and we'll see. Well, because we'll, and don't forget Hennon Hooker in Detroit. Don't forget that. Well, we'll Don. See. All right, now Don. Don, sorry. what do you have for us, Don? Yeah, I wanted to talk about the two games between the Padres and the Giants that were held oh. in Mexico City, but especially more than anything else, the Saturday game. Yeah. Now that that was the first regular season game ever played in Mexico, and yeah. they they'd had spring training games in Monterey, but. Mexico City is a different ball game. Yeah. Um, Denver is a, a mile high, but but Mexico City is almost a half a mile higher than that. I think it's like seven thousand feet. They're seventy two hundred, and yeah. I will tell you that even though the ballpark they gave the size, the dimensions, and it sounded reasonable, but man, it played small. Did that place that ball ever played small? Now, one, one thing that didn't help anything: the Giants walked ten guys in that ball game, well, and and the the Padres they walked five, but still walking ten guys is twice. You're as not bad. you're not winning if you're walking more than more than five, and, especially and got, in a ballpark that plays like a bandbox. You're not, especially at that high altitude. How many home runs? How many home runs were hit? There were eleven. There were six by the Padres and five, five by, by the, the Giants. Giants. And <laughs> the the real the the beauty is that Nelson Cruz hit one. He's forty two years old. He'll be forty three on July first. He's the oldest Padre to ever hit a home run, and he also had five hits in that game. And he is the second oldest to ever have five hits in a game, and the only one older than him to have five hits in a game is never going to get into the Hall of Fame without a ticket, and his name is Pete Rose. Exactly. Uh, yeah. He did that in 86, and then and then um, Nelson Cruz had five hits just Saturday. years later. Yeah, and, you know, only one of them was a home run, so you can't blame the altitude on all of those hits. Nope, you can't, but for the most part, it was playing like a man box. And other than games like that where where pitchers are walking the whole ballpark, you know, the games are quicker by and large, but I am still distressed by the numbers of strikeouts that I see. I exactly. thought I thought we were trying to bring – Singles and doubles and triples back into the game. You well, know, I think, I think you're seeing most... more of those without the shifts. Yeah, exactly. When the ball's in play, 
Yeah. Even so, in that in that game in Mexico City, the 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 Giants, even though they walked ten guys, they struck out eleven guys. And the Padres, they walked five, and I think they struck out fifteen Giants in that game. That ended up a 16-11 final score. And then Sunday was more normal. The Giants were ahead, and then they blew it in the in the eighth inning. The Padres got three runs to win that one, six to four. But I- and John Miller was in Mexico for that for the Giants and. Man, is he great. He's, he's I love John Miller. Seven, oh, yeah, John Miller. 70 years John old, and he's John still awesome. tremendous. I, I remember it's John, too bad I remember, they I, lost. I remember John Miller uh, when I was living in Boston in the early 80s. He, he just started his career then. It was it was good back then, too. Um, and he did, a, he did a perfect impression of Vince Scully. Oh, that's true. I forgot about oh, that. yeah. He was so good at that. So the other, my other comment about baseball, and uh, I, I don't, I don't really start following baseball until the All Star break. And earnest, and earnest, is the Pirates. Yeah, the Pirates are. Last I heard, are like in first place and winning a lot of games, and and then they had that oldest guy come up from the minor leagues and get a hit last night, and, and Maggie, that Maggie, thank you, yeah, uh, raise the Jolly 30, Roger. They 30, got twenty wins. It, it's amazing. 30, 33 or something, something yeah, like 33. that. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, which which is always a nice story to read about, but uh, you know this 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 raises the question. Uh, you know, we were talking about uh, the White Sox, how terrible they are, and the White Sox were pretty good last year, as I remember my baseball. Uh, and the Pirate, how do you, how seriously do you take do you take the Pirates this year? You know, given how awful they've been in the past, you know, it's it's we're still not a qu- through a quarter of the season yet, right? We're getting close to it, but we're not there yet. Uh, are the Pirates going to really be this good for the rest of the year? I'd say they're at least a year or two away. There's a guy named Henry Davis. When they get him, look out. He's supposed to be, you know, a pretty terrific hitting catcher. He was their number one draft choice a couple years ago. Oh, what hurt them, too, is O'Neill Cruz is down for a while. Yeah, broke his ankle. That was bad. But they they might be a year or two out. How about the Rangers? How about the Rangers? I don't even want to think about the Rangers because they destroyed my Yankees. They're in first place in their division. Yeah, they're although, in first place. But, although, you know, like I said, it's too early to tell. Although, I'll bet anything DeGrom is looking at his second Tommy John surgery. Oh. That's a shame. I'll bet anything. It's not diagnosed yet, but I'll bet on it. Yeah. Well, I, I'm just surprised. I, I mean, I'm happy for the Pirates. I, you know, I hope, to, hope they keep it up, you know, uh, uh, I mean, it'd be great if Texas could beat Houston, but Houston, I think, is clearly still, until proven otherwise, is the best team in, in the American League, as far as I'm concerned. You know, until I'm proven, until they prove me otherwise, otherwise, you know, they just seem to be the most complete team, trash cans at all. You know, they they seem to uh, uh, be the be the best team in, in you know in the, in the American League. So anyway. Um, and if you do listen to the Pirates, the odds are you'll hear Joe Block on play-by-play. And I worked with him when he was right out of college. And I've never been more proud than when I heard him do his first big league game. He does some of the radio play-by-play, and he does some on the TV side. He's lost on TV. He's meant for radio. Well, I'm hearing somebody in the background. Can they mute, please? Thank you. I'm sorry, Don. Go ahead. I said what I was going to say about if you're going to listen to the Pirates, hope you can listen to Joe Block. He's he's and, quite something. 
And we are out of time anyway. Time is up for this edition of Sports Roundtable. I want to thank everyone, our participants, our panel members. See you next week, and maybe we'll grieve a little bit less about our Bruins and talk about other stuff. God bless everybody. 